Welcome to Learn to Buy and Sell Cars with your host, Randy Adams. Randy has been in the business for decades and is ready to share with you everything you need to know about buying, selling, trading, and dealing with cars. And now, the host of Learn to Buy and Sell Cars, Randy Adams. Good morning, San Antonio and surrounding areas. This is Randy Adams, learn to buy and sell cars.com. Let's talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly about the car business. We'll give the phone number in a little bit. Let's just take it to the Lord. Dear Heavenly Father, I give you praise and glory for building talent, heart, mind, soul to each and every one of our listeners. Bless us, O Lord, to know you, love you, honor, and serve you. Bless our country and turn from sins and turn back to you to quit aborting babies. Put the Ten Commandments and prayers back in the schools, the church, the government, and TV. Bless us as we learn and grow and, and love each other and forgive us um, forgive us of our sins, but forgive us as we hold uh, grudges or any kind of in the past that causes us to make bad purchases. And bless us this day and every day, and that's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Thank you, listeners. I'm about to turn on Facebook, Randy Adams Live. Uh, you can watch there. Uh, still trying to work and get some things done and and uh, every opportunity I can to improve my show, improve what I'm doing, get the message out. Um, there's no dumb questions, so give us a call here, 210-340-9585. That's 210-340-9585. Um, had a crazy week. Um, man, just everything that could go wrong went wrong. You ever had one of those weeks? Minor test, I guess, is what I want to consider it. Um, and it kept going all the way to Friday. But today's a new day, and I, I'm going to turn it around. I'm a survivor. Um, I tell you, just uh, everything that I touched, everything that I've been working on, everything that I had an opportunity to be good went the, the wrong direction. But I'm a blessed man. I'm super blessed. Uh, got a strong mind, strong body. Worked out quite a bit this week because of trying to get rid of the frustration and the stress that was going on. And But, I mean, I think everybody goes through sometimes in their life. You know, if your personal life's a train wreck, your life's a train wreck. Your relationships are a train wreck. A lot of stuff's a train wreck. But do we make those decisions? Most of these decisions and the issues that came on me this week was due to not my fault, happened, or I was in a hurry, I didn't spend the time, um, you know, um, just all kinds of odds and ends that built up and exploded on me during the week. But I survived it. I'm, I'm, I've got a positive attitude. I'm going to get it turned around. Things are going to be. And, you know, I mean, I'm breathing on my own. Uh, I tell about the time I was playing golf with Mr. Johnson, he was 78. And at that time, I was probably 55 or so, maybe 60. And uh, on the 16th hole, Mrs. Johnson quit playing. She's 75, Mr. Johnson's 78. And he said, uh, Randy, don't you hope you play golf as good as uh, I do when you're 78? I said, Mr. Johnson, I just want to be breathing on my own when I'm 78. I'm not going to worry about no golf. I'm not going to worry about I worry now at my age at seventy one. Uh, I'm I'm single. Uh, I worry about relationships and how I can mend them, how I can fix them, how I can, you know, help people. Um, my circle of friends and associates 
we all try to enhance each other, inspire each other, forgive each other, love each other, uh, just everything that we can do to improve our relationships. And, and that's what I want. I want that relationship with you to be a mentor, to give you options, give you opportunity to tell you the truth, what's going on. And sometimes the truth hurts. Sometimes, you know, somebody's buried and they're not happy. You know, I mean, I've never loved a car. I mean, that car don't know who owns it. That car don't know what it's worth. Hello, Johnny and Karen. And they don't care. And that car don't care. So, I mean, here we struggle through trying to love an object that can't love back. And we, and we treat it better than we treat our relationships. Have you ever had a spouse, a friend, or a brother, sister, anyway, good morning, Johnny, that, that love their car more, that take care of their car more than their spouse? That, hey, that happens. I mean, I've, I've, I know some, I, I got called on three ZR1 uh, Corvettes. Now, this guy wins, I thought one's enough. This guy owns three. He loved those cars better than he loves his wife and his children. I don't know. I don't know the man. Never met him. Don't know where he lives. But I got called on three ZR1 Camaros. I mean, Corvettes. And I'm talking about their 90 to 90. Last year they built that car. It was in 94. I never did like them to begin with. I mean, you know, I never, I've owned a bunch of them. But you know what? My favorite car is a soul car. It's gone down the road motors, you know. And I really like if I made a little money on it. I mean, I've had some of them went the wrong way. I had a BMW recently that I could not fix fast enough. As soon as we fixed something, something else broke. And I had a Mercedes that way, too, come to think about it. So, I mean, we get into traps sometimes, and, man, it seemed like we, you know, Houdini couldn't get out of this trap. And I mean, that BMW, I finally sold it, went down the road in motors, and I didn't like the, what it brought. But, son, it's your own darn fault if you buy something you shouldn't buy. And sometimes I'm getting to think it's BMWs and Mercedes. Uh, I had a Ferrari one time that uh, caused me a little pain and misery itself, too. But I had my buddy Victor, uh, he fixed it for me at about one-tenth of the price of the Ferrari store, so... Uh, you know, Houdini, I guess I escaped that trap. Have you escaped a trap lately? You feel like you're in a trap, but who put you in that trap? Did you let a young punk salesman talk you into it? Oh, they know everything about you. They know exactly what you can afford. They know how to push your button. Oh, now you need to reward yourself. You know what? Well, I looked at your credit. You can afford more. You got more room. Yeah, we, we want all the room you got left in your budget. We, we, want, you know, we don't want you to have nothing left. You know, you get in trouble if you got money left at the end of the month. You know, we get your car payment high enough where you won't have no money left and you can't get in no trouble. I, I, do they believe that? I tell you what, they'll take every available dollar you've got. And if you don't think so, hey, that's why Randolph Brooks was given an extra 30 days last year. On the, before the first payment, they knew that the car dealers were going to take every available dollar. And then Randolph Brooks gets in bed with the dealers. Now they're indirect lending. Why don't a person go and get their lending and their loan lined up before they buy a vehicle? I mean, when you buy a house, you jump into the house and then you try to figure out if you can afford it and what it needs to be done. I buy and sell houses. I'm looking at several right now. I'm signed up on a couple. I buy the good, the bad, and the ugly in cars, vehicles, trucks, equipment, houses. You know, I have this lady that inherited a house, and, 
and she got a hold of a wrong contract. Man, I tell you what, there's a lot of bad contractors out there. You know, and I'm beginning to think there's a lot of bad other stuff. I got tied up with uh, Skynet, and that that was a, a phone service. And I'm going to tell you something. They twisted me off in every direction. Here I am. I'm I'm believing they're telling the truth. And then I signed a contract, and it said 50% off. But now they want the other 50%. And then they didn't train us. They didn't do this. They didn't. That's been a mess. But, I mean, is every business going to lie? I know the car dealers have. I mean, the big boy in Dallas that buys a lot of cars, I've known him for 25 years. He was in the retail business. He says all retail dealers lie. Well, you don't have to. I mean, what man makes breaks, and you, you know, you got to look at it. You got to understand. You got to ask them the right questions. You got to research your car. You got to do whatever's right on on the situation. And uh, I, I tell you what, I've had so many people that have lost parents and loved ones needing to sell a vehicle. You know, and it irritates me. Uh, a man that I grew up with, I've known him, he, we're about the same age. His wife passed away, and he, he'd bought a brand-new car. They'd inherited a little money, and they bought both each, bought them themselves new cars and paid cash for them. They figured, you know, we, we've never owned a new car. We need, to, we need transportation for the rest of our life. Well, I'm sorry to say his wife passed away, and they needed burial money. So he takes the car where he bought it. Good morning, Betty. And... Uh, he takes it to this dealership in New Brunswick, and they offer him $8,000 for it. He bought it there. He spent money there. They know him well. And then they asked me, said, Randy, we need to sell this car. What will you give? I gave $10,000 for the car. I, you know, I didn't make much money on the deal. In fact, I lost just a little bit because of the fees, this, that, and the other. But I helped him out. Um that was what was meant to be for me. And, but, I mean, I get upset. But, of course, you know, then I, I had to stop and think about it. Their overhead is 100 times more than mine, at least, maybe even more. And they're and they're got so many employees, so much demanding, and the managers are working on a percentage, so they've got to make more money. You know, and that's why so many people call me, on new Chevrolet, GMC, Buicks, Lincoln, Cadillacs, Ford, Dodge, Jeep. Uh, I can help you get a brand-new car, and uh, I don't make any money on it. Uh, they don't pay me a commission. I just help you out. I want to buy your trade. I step up on your trade so I can own it, give that opportunity to you. Because you need to know what it's worth. Dealers got super rich during this when the virus hit. They shut the plants down. Oh, man, the dealers went up on the price on their cars because they were scared they were going to sell out of inventory and not have any cars to sell. People got, oh, man, this is zero interest rate. we got to buy us a new car. Man, it's zero interest rate. What happened to December to remember and it's coming back around, you know, we're, what, 15 days from it? Man, December to remember? You know, we, we get excited about purchasing. But, I mean, how long does that excitement, that love, that lust, that joy, I mean, there ain't no joy in owning a car. I mean, like I told you, they don't know who owns it, what the price is, or what, nothing. And so, you know, you're you're struggling in that situation, and you're trying to do the best you can. 
and it's losing proposition, a losing deal. Would hey, I got a, I don't buy lottery tickets, but if I owned, a, hey, I, it's it's uh, what is it twenty million to one that you're going to win a lottery? Well, they 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 were supposed to put that money on schools, but you know they lie like a dog. But anyway, so I mean, so if I had this lottery ticket and it already passed and it wasn't a winner, would you want to buy it? Well, that's sometimes the way we look at a vehicle because here you're buying something you know that in the future it's not going to be worth much. I've got a dear friend of mine that's uh, my realtor. She's the best, I think, in town. I've been dealing with her for about six years, and we're, we're close friends. And we were talking about focusing. How much do we really focus? Are we focusing on the day or are we focusing on the past? If you focus on the past, you've been going to carry that baggage around and you're not focusing on the future. So think about today. Focus on the day. Understand what's going to happen in the future. You know, I mean, these, this um, zero interest rate, the, deal, the manufacturers paid down the deal. You take uh, indirect lending, these finance companies and these uh, credit unions and the banks, you know, they, they make money on people owing money. And I understand that. But here, indirect lending, they go to these new car dealerships and they jump in bed with them, and then they get them, give them the rate at one and a half to two percent. I mean, these credit unions fight for that business, so they get super low, super competitive. So the dealership picks up two to twenty percent interest on that, and they get paid in advance, and you pay that. And so, you know, what are you are you making the right decision? You focus on today what you're purchasing, the price of it, your trade in, the interest rate, how many payments, what's it going to be worth in three to five years from now? Hey, we're going to see a bunch of hey here these twenty twenties, they're going to be flying in in dealerships in three years from now. Everybody's going to owe fifteen thousand too much. They're going to be trying to trade it off. They hate the car. They want the newest and the greatest. And and everybody's already made that decision. I want I want some. Hey, I bought a '04 Grand Marquis from a radio listener. He's in Austin, Texas. Great guy, Mark. I love that car. I drove it up here today. Yeah, I know it's an old person's car, but I'm an old person, I guess. I'm young at heart. My spirit's 20, but my body's 71. And I'm gonna tell you something. I went and played tennis against myself last night for about 25 minutes up against the wall. Yeah, and I'm gonna tell you something. My body felt 21. Yeah, he beat me, beat, beat me down. I'm telling you, it was tough. It was tough. But anyway, my body feels 21, but my spirit is 20. You know, I've often talked about that. Uh, I'm a blessed man because I know 18 people with near-death experiences. Medical society said they were dead, but their spirit was living. And that's what's going to live forever. When a preacher tells you you're going to live forever, you think, ah, this body is not going to live forever. I've abused it. No, 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 no. The spirit is going to live forever. What you're thinking, what lives up in here is going to live forever. And, and this is how it's proved because I know 18 people, two went to hell, 16 went to heaven. And the two went to hell, their lives changed tremendously. Unbelievable, tremendous. Hey, we got a phone call. And so their lives changed tremendously. And the 16, they realized that their spirit was going to live forever. Your spirit's going to live forever. And I mean, you ever want to talk to me about it? Give me a call on my mobile, 830-708-4789. That's 830-708-4789. 
888-382-8289. And so give me a call. Let's talk about that. I'll talk about anything. Right now I'm dealing and helping a gentleman that's got some rage issues, some hurt issues, some pride issues and stuff. And, you know, I've been trained in reconciliation to God, inner inner healing. I've been trained in so much stuff, it's unbelievable. But the good Lord and the Holy Spirit's revealed to me. Carlos is online. And, and it's revealed to me how that works. Good morning, Carlos. And, you know, we, we work, sometimes we carry that past and we can't forgive. And who is it hurt? It hurts us, not that person that we can't forgive. And I, I told a friend of mine the other day that was trying to offend me, I said, you can't offend me. I've been offended by everybody in the world. Carlos, what are we doing today? You good morning, fun? Mr. Randy Adams. Good how morning. You, Thank you, you for the station. To the, the all the sponsors and the radio. I don't. I only have one sponsor for this radio show, and that's that's Granite Hills and Lano. But thank you for them. Yes, sir, Carlos. No, but the first thing I say, thank you. I hope everything inside your family is good. It's your good. Is good, and it's, good. Is good. it's good. with me. I don't know about the rest. Let me ask you right now in the election. This is a, 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 I go with a couple of friends right now to go to the place that you tell me. You know. Uh, the, you recommend me not in Austin about the children, the 14 Austin, and I've got Granite Hills in Atlanta. Depends on what you're uh, buying. A Chevy. Chevy car for this girl. Yeah, okay. Okay, the point is right now, how good is to buy the car according with elections? They say the price is going up and down. They go, look, I don't have idea, but let's go to Mr. Randy. You know, how much can be affecting in prices and, and everything, sir? You know, that that's a pretty tough question. It depends on who ends up being president, number one. And number two, the interest rates are going to go up. So maybe this is a good time to buy because the interest rate they say is not going to go up, but then we're going to have the tax rate go up, and then we're going to have cheap labor. So, I mean, the, I think the world's going to change with, with Biden, and it's not for the good. Biden's a pure uh, he's a pure communist. Good morning, Mark and Blaine. Uh, and so I think things are going to change for our country. I'm preparing. I'm getting my house situated that I'm going to spend the rest of my life at. I'm getting my shops. I'm getting. I'm selling stuff that I think it needs to be sold. Uh, with Biden in there, he's going to kill businesses. I think commercial property is going to slip. I think housing's going up because we're going to have more foreigners and more people coming in needing a place to live. And so I'm looking at residential. That's why I buy and sell houses and flip houses and work on houses and rent houses. In fact, I'm looking at some uh, deals right now, uh, some classrooms that will make duplexes. So I've got a piece of property. I may put two duplexes up on on that place. And so I'm looking for the future. I'm focusing on today, trying to prepare for the future. And I really believe that the, the Communist Party is going to sneak in here. I think China's coming back. I think cheap labor, I think jobs are going to be leaving. So I'm I'm trying to prepare mentally, physically, and spiritually for the best decisions for me and my family and my future. Does that make okay. sense? I don't know. I don't know the future. I don't know what's going to happen. I do pray that Trump uh, does show all the lying and the cheating and everything. I mean, uh, I bought a oil field lease down at Duke and Duval. You remember him? He was LBJ's right-hand lynchman. And um, I can tell you stories about that property down there that would scare a person, I'm telling you. And uh, it, it was a unique situation. But, 
you know, I think we need to look for the future. I need to make right decisions. You know, maybe they got enough cash to pay for a car. You know, just like this Grand Marquis I bought from this gentleman. He didn't need it. I love the car. I'm going to put, you know, 15,000 miles on it, then I'll sell it to somebody else, and it'll still be a low-mileage car. I want something that's productive. I just put my uh, my realtor into a, a nice car that she can afford, a Highlander. I just put uh, my radio producer into a, a Toyota Avalon, uh, you know, and uh-huh. it's almost paid for. So, I mean, I, I try to make the right decisions for everybody, for their lifestyle, their budget, their future, and let them focus on today. What is your needs today? What is your budget today? What's your family needs? What's the future of life for you? What's going on in your job? There's a lot of jobs changes situations big time corporations are hammering their employees and and they're trying to get more out of them and pay them less um i I see a lot of that uh things are kind of out of control and but how do we put them back in control everybody's life is different everybody's situation's different and so that's why uh, i tell everybody to give me a call on my mobile 830-708 Four seven eight nine, and if they think they can afford this car, a new car, uh, Granite Hills in Lano, Texas, is uh, great, honest people. I love doing business with them, and they can go to Lano.com or drive up to Lano and eat some barbecue. Hey, you can stop off at Marble Falls at Blue Bonnet and get you a big piece of pie. Man, I'm gonna tell you, I, it's hard to pass that up. It's hard to say no to yourself. Well, it's the same way in food. It's the same way in car. Have you said no to yourself lately? I said no to myself working out this morning, but I'd worked out five days this week. So I said, oh, no, this is one day I'm going to let your body rest. I may let my body rest tomorrow, too, because I beat it up pretty hard. Everybody's beat me up mentally, and I beat up my body uh, physically. And so I want to be prepared mentally, physically, and spiritually for next week. I'm going to do some things at my new home that I'm fixing up. Uh, I went completely through my home. I'm making it where I'm super happy, what I can afford, paying cash for it, getting it fixed, and getting everything done. I'm I'm getting ready for a battle. I'm sorry. I have a budget. Everybody has a budget. Warren Buffett has a bu- budget, even though he's trying to buy another 200 new car dealers. You don't think dealerships are not a cash cow when the people are trying to buy another 100, 200 car stores? Man. They know where the money is. They know where it's going to be wasted. They don't know what the value is going to be. They know that we need cars, and we do need new cars. And we need them where people can afford them. We need them because we need used cars. Without, we, If we don't sell any new cars, we don't have any used. Ask them in Cuba. Ask them in Venezuela. They're all driving old cars. Hey, we liable to look like Cuba with Biden being in there. We liable to look like we're going to be driving all these 2020s for the next 30, 40 years. You know, we'll be patching them up and fixing them up because the Communist Party don't believe in everybody running free and have freedom and have freedom of speech and freedom of of anything they want. They want to trap us down. And that's what the city of San Antonio is trying to do. So help these people, Carlos, to make the right decision of what they can afford and how they can do it. And do not do a title loan. I'm going to talk about that on the second half of the show. But I thank you for being there and being a friend because you're inspiring them, you're lifting them up, you're doing the right things, and and that's what we need to do with our friends. Not be jealous, but do the right things and help them prosper, grow, and learn. 
thank yourself for everything advice that you give us. Yeah, we will to take consideration. Could you repeat the name of the dealer you recommend me to go for the Chevy? Yeah, it was Granite Hills, Lano, Texas. Right, right up 281, you get up the mountain uh, home around mountain and take a left and run right in. Great drive, hill country, comfortable. I love windshield time. Uh, last couple of times I've been up there, I don't even turn the radio on. I just get real deep into thought. I examine myself, examine my purchases, examine the direction I'm going, examine focusing on today so I understand what I can do for the future or what I can expect for the future, how to handle the future. I'm telling you, we got we got a mixed-up world. What's right is wrong, and what's wrong is right. And the politicians are lying left and right. Um, and I'm sorry for your poor little Democrat people, you communists. Y'all got offended by Mr. Trump. Oh, you poor little thing. Yeah. Yeah, carry that around with you for the next two or three years. Yeah. That'll mess your thinking up. Let me tell you something. I don't even like your speech. You talk dirty, too, come to think about it. You ever thought about that? Clean your speech up. He, hey, he talks the way he wants to talk. It's your language. I have people sometimes get vulgar around me, and they apologize. They say, no, that's your language. It's not mine. You do what your little heart desires, not not, you know, I, it doesn't affect me because I know where I stand and where I'm going. Hey, give us a call, 830-708-4789, or give us a call station here, 210-340-9585. We'll be back in four minutes. God bless you. Hello, I'm Randy Adams, learn to buy and sell cars.com. Heard right here at 630, the word, every Saturday morning at 9 a.m. I talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly in the car business. You need any questions answered, give me a call, 830-708-4789. Hello again, San Antonio and surrounding areas. This is Randy Adams, learn to buy and sell cars.com. This little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine, this little light of mine. I'm going to let it shine. Do you let your light shine? Where is your light shining? Have you missed that opportunity? Have joy and the peace that comes from the good Lord. Uh, what are you doing to improve you? Uh, hello, Weston. Uh, improve your relationships with the Lord, with other people. Are you happy where you stand and where you, where, what you are in life? What direction are you going to go? You know, I mean, I, Carlos has done a great job. Uh, I've met him. He, he works hard on helping people. He wants them to make the right decisions. He wants them to be there, and he wants to be their friend. And uh, But, I mean, are we reaching out? Are we really making a difference in people's lives? You know, car dealers don't make a difference in your life. They, they put a little pain and misery to you. Uh you know, Proverbs 21.6 says, Acquiring treasures by a lying tongue. Man, I'm going to tell you something. The car business years ago, I thought 90% of the dealers told the truth. Now I think it's 10%. It's, it's turned around. Acquiring treasures by a lying tongue is a fleeting vapor, the seeking and pursuit of death. Death to your uh, budget. You know, I mean... The dealers are trained. I mean, I talk about uh, neurosurgeons going to school for eight years. Car dealers go to school for constantly for 365 days a year, forever. Changes 
and being better and knowing how to close and running across the situations and, and stuff like that. And Carlos is out helping people. These people want a new little Chevrolet car, probably a small one, trying to get good gas mileage. And uh, that's why I told him to go to Granite Hills because Granite Hills sponsors this show because if you know the right way to do business, they want you to come there. If you want to know exactly how to be treated, they want you to come. They want you educated because they know if you're educated, you'll buy from them and you'll bring them other customers. I know uh, Kurt and Bruce real well. I've done business with them. Great, great guys. Um, they, they're, their heart is in it, and they work there. How many times can you walk into these big dealerships? Uh, has anybody ever met Red McCones? I mean, has anybody ever bought, met all these people? I mean, yeah, they have friends, and they're out a little bit, but you can't pick up the phone and buy from them. Kurt and Bruce are there every day working. One of them for sure, but most of the time, I'd say 95% of the time, both of them are there working. And if you would like to to move to Lano and be a mechanic, I think they need an F&I person. They need some other stuff. I mean, this is a store that's growing. Overhead is low. I talk about overhead. And these dealerships in the big cities, it takes a million and a half to two million. And I wouldn't doubt in five years from now, if we're not looking at three million a month, every month, to open the doors. And their overhead is almost nothing. Small dealership, small overhead, small inventory, but they can get what you want. And if you, I was a mechanic looking for a future, looking for a place to settle, looking for a great lifestyle, I'd look at Lano, Texas. I mean, it's a small town right there. Austin's coming that direction. You know, it's going to be years, but people out of Austin are working and traveling back and forth. People are buying out there because they want to get out of the big city and the bad traffic and bad situations and the liberal mayors that's, that's in San Antonio and Austin now. And so... The, you know, look at Granite Hills uh, Chevrolet, and they got Chevrolet GMC and Buick. And like I said, do you want to meet the owners? They're there. They'll help you. They'll assist you. They'll do everything, and they want you educated. They want you doing the right thing. They want you to buy you your budget. They want to treat you right in the F&I department. And uh, that's Lano.com. You can look them up. Or if you want their phone number, give me a call, my number, and I'll be glad to give it to you. I'm on the phone with them quite a bit. I do a lot of business with them, selling and buying both. Give us a call here, 210-340-9585. There's no dumb questions, and we'll talk about anything you want to talk about. Uh, 830-708-4789 is my phone number. Give me a call anytime. I mean, yeah, people think I'm crazy for giving my phone number out, but the phone number here at the station, if you'd like to talk to us, and don't be nervous. I'm not going to embarrass you. 210 340 Yeah, Barry might, but I won't. And we'd be glad to, you know, hello, Donnie. And so give us a call here at the station. Uh, Donnie's a great ringman, does some auctioneering also, uh, does a sale down in Odom, Texas, a great sale down there. Um, but this this business has changed. Donnie will tell you about it. He's he's watched the changes over the years, uh, and there's so much that's going on, and so many different opportunities. Hello, Cheryl. And so we're trying to explain to you exactly how you're spending your money, how you're making bad decisions, how you you got to be prepared. 
I often talk about this as just like a football game. But we keep score with your money. The car dealers do. And, yes, if you got bad credit, you're going to have to pay more interest. So clean up your credit. Go to learntobuyandsellcars.com. Follow the process. Understand the process. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm trying to get through with my book. I'm going to get it done, uh, Greg. Greg's in Michigan. Uh, and uh, I'm going to try to finish that last two chapters this coming next two weeks. Even though I'm trying to get into my house, trying to finish up, uh, the counters are done, the cabinets are done, the painting's done, the floors are done, and I'm waiting on a plumber. Man, I'm going to tell you, plumbers are they're, they're in high demand, I guess. And I can't do it myself because he's got the permit. I mean, I'm, I can put a toilet in. I can finish this deal up, but I have to, I'm not licensed. I guess we got to have a license for everything. I don't know. So, But, I mean, we. I want you to be prepared. It's like a football game. But, you know, you're walking by yourself in on this football field. And I had a man, he got emailed and he got some letters, people trying to sell him a new car. And he said, what's up with this, Randy? I said, well, hey, they want you in on their, their ballpark. They want you to come in the stadium. They got a full team. They got salespeople. They got closers. They've got used car managers, new car managers. They got team managers. They got service department that tries to say they want home field advantage. Come on in here so we can sell you something else. Yeah, they want your trade in. He's got a car that's got fifty eight thousand miles. They can make an extra three four grand on that car. Bring it in here, trade it in. Let us put you in a new one. The greatest deal. Remember December to remember zero interest rate. I mean, it's everything is right there for you, and and so you've got to understand. Is it time to trade or not trade? I have a lady that's uh, single, uh, getting up in age. She's Her car's got uh, 70,000 miles on it. I said, that car's got 200,000 miles life left in it. It's up to you. Well, but I was in getting in service, and they told me I was about to spend eight to 10000 on this car. I said, they're liar, liar, pants on fire. I'm telling you. No, you got your driving. Toyota builds a great car. You're not going to have to worry about this car. You might change the belts and the hoses and spend a little money. You know, you're going to put new tires on it. But really, in the long run, you need to keep this car. Had a lady with a car with a bad transmission. I said, your your car's worth five hundred, like it is, but it's worth three thirty five hundred with with a two thousand dollar transmission put in it. Drive it. Make payments to yourself. Build you up some money. Talked to another lady who's been listening to my show the last five or six years. She saved up the money. She's got enough to buy a brand-new car, and she's still got her car. She's going to give that to her son and buy herself a new car. Well, we've, I've helped her line that up and get it done. Hello, Dick. And so we, we've got that lined up, and we, and we want you to, to be prepared for that next purchase. She, This is another lady that thought she didn't have any life left in her car because she's listening to the service department. Service department people at these new car dealerships are trained to sell you. They're trained to, to put fear in your heart, put fear in your life. Give us a call here, 210-340-9585. And there's some more new programs out there. They're looking for new ways to make money. The millenniums don't want to spend no money. They don't want to own nothing. So now the new plan is we're going to lease you a car, and we're going to let you change as many times as you want. Of course, now we're going to change you a, charge you a change fee, 
And, you know, and you, all you got to do is put gas in it. You don't have to pay insurance, maintenance. If something goes wrong, we'll fix it. Well, all that's added in. But here's the key to it. Dealers average $300 a month profit. So they make 3600 on the vehicle that you're paying in every month. So they love that deal. Every year they can make 3600 and then they make them service, you know, charging themselves or whoever they're going to charge. Or they've got it all figured out, you know, and so it's all built in. But at the end of a year, end of whatever, and you want to change, I want to pick up now. Well, it costs you another four or five hundred. We'll put you in that car. You don't own nothing, but you pay. See, there's always something. Leases. I get calls every week. You know, Dave Ramsey says never lease. Randy Adams says never lease. They make they leave enough room in that lease to overcome if the car comes back bad, if the market crashes, if you put too many miles on it. I mean, there's lots of room. The average of a lease is, makes 15 to 20%. So if you're buying a $50,000 car, they make $10,000 on the lease. Well, that's, that's about the average, you know, eight to $10,000 on that lease. And no, and no gamble. They penalize you. I had these people in, this was about a year ago, they had a $22,000 penalty on mileage. They went too far on the miles. So they said, what should we do? I said, well, what can you buy the car for? Thirteen thousand. I said, well, I'll give eleven. That loses you two thousand. You want to lose two thousand? You want to lose twenty-two thousand? That's your choice. So they bought the car. And they sold it to me. Lost two thousand, and we, they bought a new car. They didn't lease another one. See, the leases they they want to make sure they're covered. They want to make sure. And then there's open end and closed end leases. Well, open end sounds great. You can put whatever your miles are, whatever you want to do. And don't worry about it. The problem is when it's over with, you got to sell, they'll sell your car to their buddy for whatever they want to sell it for on the wholesale market. Then you got to pay the difference. I've seen some of these companies that owe ten, twenty thousand dollars. The the leasing company tries to get them to pay in enough where they're safe. But if they put a lot of miles on it or they beat the truck up, the the truck the car is not worth nothing. And so they've got to leave that room in, and then they just charge it back to the customer. Oh, you got to pay ten thousand, twenty thousand, because you put too many miles on, you know. And so it's an open end lease. Nothing's free in the car business. Zero. I mean, nothing's free. So if you think you're getting the best deal in the world, you better look a little closer. I mean, there's very few dealers today that are telling the truth. And I'm gonna tell you something. Tell everybody. I mean. All the car dealers tell me constantly, tell everybody, don't do title loan. It's 330% interest. Hey, I'm going to tell you, Houdini couldn't get out of that trap. 330% interest. Just talked to a gentleman that borrowed $5,000. He's paid in 10 months of 900. He's paid in 9,000. He borrowed 5,000. No. I know when I went to school, when you pay in nine thousand and you borrow five thousand, you're upside down four grand, and they're about to repo his truck. So he's in there trying to sell it to me, so they don't repo it. He's already behind there looking for him. Man, he's dodging and darking and ducking and looking out, seeing if they're about to pick his truck up. And here he is. He's already four thousand deeper than he was the five thousand, and he he's now he's wanting to sell it. So, I mean, if you, hey, and you know what the bad part about it? He had almost another 20 payments to make at 900 a month. 
I mean, that's $18,000. Excuse me. And he borrowed 5000 Title loans are illegal in 27 states, but our good old country boys that we elected to put them in Austin, Texas, and when they get to Travis County, they go brain dead, and they sell us out to the insurance companies. They sell us out to the title loan companies. Hey, they, it's not illegal in Texas to do a title loan, but in 27 other states, it's illegal to do a title loan. And at 330, 330% interest, I had a neighbor that was a big-time banker, big-time banker. And we were discussing after an HOA meeting that was a little nasty meeting, but, I mean, you know, nobody's happy. And so he was, he was saying, yeah, Randy, I'll listen to your show, but you talk about title loans. He said, there ain't no way they're 330% interest. I said, oh, yeah, they are. I had the license, my conscience. Yes, I have a conscience, believe it or not, a car dealer with a conscience, very few of us. But anyway, I said, I couldn't do it. I thought I could get the license and change the interest rate and and make a better deal and buy the cars and still be happy. You know, if I was doing 50%, I'd be happy. 100%, but 330%? He said, there ain't no I said, I own the license. I own the And you can't change the hardware and software. You've got to do 330% interest. So thank you, Texas senators and House representatives, for selling us out to your buddies who's paying y'all cash under the table to keep that alive instead of, you know, making it illegal and, and knocking it out. Oh, we'd knock all these businesses out. Remember the Express about two years ago, they had a writer that was bad-mouthing the, the state of Texas for wanting to check a title loan business out. And this title loan guy was fighting him, said, oh, no, I'm not going to let you look at my business. Oh, no, I'm not going to let you do this and that. Well, he, he was probably making it worse than 330%, probably picking them up, didn't do what was legal. There's a lot of people out here that do business and not legal. It's just like, well, selling a, a truck that's been deleted. I mean, it's illegal for a car dealer to do it. Uh, it's not illegal for the individuals to do it. It's a $25,000 fine. But because it's a federal deal, not a state deal, and our state regulators, they let it pass. Well, just like I, I was going down I-35 the other day, and I saw the ugliest deal I ever saw. Here was a Zuzu diesel with a Zuzu diesel truck behind it with them pulling two other cars. Now, if I was doing that, these, uh, these wonderful state people would have pulled me over, put me in jail, take my stuff. But because they're from Mexico... I'll tell you a quick story. I was, we, left, uh, we used to have to leave New Brunswick at 4 o'clock to get to Dallas Auto Auction on time. So me and my ex, uh, my, well, not ex, he passed away, good friend, Dennis Gibson, he's got a truck up there. He needs to get back. So, man, we're boogieing to Austin, Texas. And we leave it a little before 4. We're in Round Rock at 5. I'm running 80 miles an hour. Highway Patrolman pulls me over. He said, sir, I'm about to give you a ticket. I said, hey, I'm out here. It's 5 o'clock in the morning. You know my license. I live in New Brunswick. I'm just out here trying to make I'm trying to talk myself out of this ticket. I'm not doing very good. I guess I wasn't pretty enough. And so I was talking to him real hard about it. I said, well, what about all these Mexico people running up and down I-35? You know, illegally, because they're pulling, you got to pull less weight than what you've, you're pulling with. 
And I said, and they're wiggling all over the road. And I seen, I've seen accidents, and I was behind an accident one time. And, man, everybody jumped out of those trucks, and they were running for the hills. You know, and I said, they, they caused the accident, and they were gone. And I guarantee you some of their buddies picked them up down the road. He said, yeah. He said, yeah, we have to let them go. I said, why do you have to let Well, they give us false names, false address. I said, well, confiscate the cars. No, we can't do that. It's illegal. What What is our House of Representatives and Senators doing? I mean, if I would have done that, they'd put me in jail. They let everybody else go. This dude, this dude was going down the road pulling three units. Yesterday, this was Friday, I'm coming back out of Austin, and there's a, here comes a, a truck pulling a truck and a car behind it. There's two tow bars. They're wiggling all over the road. They're running 45 miles an hour. Looked like a snake going down the road. And I'm thinking, they're running 45 miles an hour. Highway Patrol would pull me over and give me a ticket for running too slow. But they let them run. Where, where's the common sense? Where's the safety? Do they care about our safety on the highway? Evidently not no more. Now, I respect the police. I respect the highway patrolmen. I don't want their job. Never did want their job. I, I appreciate them. I'm worried we're not going to have any policemen when this Communist Party gets in effect. And we're not going to have any policemen or highway patrolmen. But we need safety. We need common sense. We need everybody equal. Hey, hey there must be prejudice against white people. They'd give me a ticket, but the Mexico people, they let run free. I think somebody's got a little problem here. And I, I tell you what, they give me tickets. I get a little over the speed limit, and they pull me over, write me up, grin at me, tell me, pay, pay, pay. And then they let these other guys. Maybe I need to get a f- false ID. That's what I need. Maybe maybe that's what I need to do. Hey, there's years ago, and I've slowed down. I drive the speed limit. I very seldom get over the speed limit. Unless you're late for coming here. No, I'm never late coming here. I can make it on time. I I'd rather somebody wait on me than somebody I I'd rather me wait on them than somebody wait on me. My ex-wife was late to everything in the world. She I I, I told her one time she's going to be late to her own funeral, I guarantee. You. But she was late to everything. I get there early. I'm usually 10 15 minutes early. Number one, I want to get my head straight. Yeah, I want to know why I'm there. You know, I mean, have you ever been somewhere and think, "Why in the world am I here?" Well, that's the way people think about the car lot, car dealers. Why am I here? I'm going to buy me a new car, new truck, new something. You don't have your financing lined up. You don't have your budget lined up. You don't have your family needs, nothing lined up. Son, it's your own darn fault. That's what my dad used to tell me when I got in some traps. And I have been in some traps in my life, but it's not due to the car business. You know, that's why car dealers have money. We don't lose money on our rides. You ever look at that? A car dealers, I mean, they're they building these $40, $50 million dealerships. It's not on their looks. It's, it's not on losing money. It's on making money and not costing us to live. Now, you walk in some of these dealerships, and the salesmen, they, they're full of pride and, and selfishness. I got to reward myself with a new car, you know. But they get the good deals. I had a, a uh, I used to have a nighttime uh, live show, 
And I had this F&I person calling in. He said, Randy, you're all wrong about extended warranties. How am I wrong? Oh, you need to buy it at the dealership instead of at Randolph Brooks or some of the finance. I said, the Randolph Brooks, they're trying to protect their asset. They're trying to protect their customer. I said, they, they'll sell it right. In fact, my, my uh, realtor that I sold her a Highlander to, she got an unbelievable warranty for $1,580. She said, what would that cost me at the dealership? I said, depends on which one you walked in, but probably 4500 to 5500 You saved a lot of money, and you got a great one. Of course, she did business. She listens to my show, and she listens to me. And she goes to Randolph Brooks, got her financing lined up, got her extended warranty lined up. She did it right. I got her the car right. She's super happy. Compared to a new one, she's 18000 cheaper than a new one. It's low miles like new. You know, she may, she's doing it right. But, I mean, so many people don't do it right. So many people jump into it. They don't do their homework. They're not set up. They're not prepared. They're not looking at their budget. They're not looking at how long am I going to keep this car? What's your average of you keeping a car? I talked to several people lately that have cars they've kept for 10 years. Why? Because they drive it right and they take care of it. They take care of it better than their wives, maybe their spouse. I don't know. That's That was the first part of the show, talking about how this guy had, hey, Robert Maxwell, what about a man that owns some 94, 93 ZR1s and owns three of them? Three of them. Now, when he bought them back then, when if he's, he gave twenty to 25000 used, now if he bought them new, they were higher than that. And now, the, with the loss of the value, the loss of the power of the dollar, now he's trying to trade all three in on a vehicle. Now, how, what kind of deal was that? That's about like that Indianapolis Corvette that was brand new in 78, and they sold it in, in uh, 08. Man, wasn't that a great deal. That 36000 was worth a lot of money in 98. It wasn't worth no money, big time of money in, in uh, 08. That, that's the key. What's it? What's you? What you're focusing on today for the future? What's your focus on your budget? What can you afford or not afford? Are you positive or negative? Are you always negative about what you're driving? Are you content with what you're driving? Hey, let me tell you something. If you're not content in your head, your your head's a train wreck. Your life's a train wreck. The decisions you make's going to be a train wreck. Get your head straight. Know exactly what you can afford. There's two kinds of cars, afford and can't afford. And, man, them can't afford are miserable. And you got to get it behind the wheel every day. And your wife tells you you shouldn't have bought it. And you got to listen to that. Oh, man. And then she convinced you you need to go trade and get something else. And then bury yourself deeper. Does that happen? Well, hey, son, it's your own darn fault. I remember my dad well, man. When I got myself in a trap, he said, you need to get yourself out of that trap, son. I'm not helping you. Well, hey, I, I want to help. I want to be your mentor. Give me a call, 830-708-4789. I'll give you options. I'll give you opportunity. I'll tell you the truth, what's going on, what market report. Give me a call, 830-708-4789. God bless you, America. I love you.